Welcome to Taylor's Table, a podcast where we talk about what's cooking in the kitchen and in life. Taylor's Table is a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. Welcome back to the table. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Last episode, we talked about meal prepping and meal planning. And this week, we are going to continue that conversation. So we're actually going to cover some ways to set goals, achieve those goals. And then we're going to cover some of the common mistakes when it comes to meal prepping and meal planning. So before we get into the nitty gritty of all that, I just want to recap a little bit. So last episode, we talked about the differences between meal prepping, meal planning, what may be better for your family and how both of those can complement each other. We also covered some of the things to meal prep and meal plan and different ways that you can do that, right? Either it be one batch or different sections of a meal. And then that way, whenever you go to make your meal, like lunch or whatever, you just throw everything together and it's already made versus mixing everything together and having the meal made and then meal prepping it that way. So before we go further into the meal prepping and meal planning conversation, I want to talk about goals. So goals are a specific result or purpose expected from a project. Okay. So a lot of people have different goals in their life, right? You want to get married. You want to have kids. You want to buy a house. You want to buy a car. You want to have a good paying job. You want to find fulfillment in life, right? These are all typical goals that most adults have. And these are goals that maybe you created when you were younger. Maybe you've added them in as you've grown up. But another term that we need to use talking about goals is objectives. And objectives are the specific steps that lead to the successful completion of the goals, right? Or the project goals. Completion of the objectives results in specific measurable outcomes that can directly contribute to the achievement of the goals. So just kind of going off like the basic goal that most people have had at some point in their life. Maybe not. Maybe you've had the other way of it, right? Is to lose weight. Most people want to lose 50 pounds. Some people want to lose 10 pounds. Oh, I want to, you know, get to a size, blah, blah. Either way, that is a specific goal. And your objective is to get to that spot. And it's probably by losing weight, eating healthier, things like that. Now, you could also have a goal of trying to pay off all of your debt. And an objective for that would be, you know, you're going to not use your credit cards or you're going to put a lock on your credit cards and you're going to put all of the extra money that you make each month into paying off that debt. Or you're going to consolidate your debt and that's how you're going to pay it off. So that is the the goal is to pay off debt. And the objective is whatever it is that you're going to do to accomplish that goal. And one of the things that we learned about in college was setting SMART goals. And SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So specific, an objective that clearly states so anyone reading it can understand what will be done and who will do it. Okay, so let's go back to cleaning house. Okay, the the goal is to clean the house. The objective is we're going to get the whole family involved. And a specific thing is we're going to say, you know, Toby's going to vacuum, Janie's going to dust, mom's going to mop, and dad's going to do the lawn. Those are the specific objectives of how that goal is going to be accomplished, right? So moving on to the next one, measurable, an objective that includes how the action will be measured. Measuring your objectives helps you determine if you're making progress and keeps you on track and on schedule. So going off with that example, you're looking around the house, you see less dust, you know, the floors are starting to be clean, half the lawn is mowed. So you can see that those goals are being attained. Achievable, 
Objective is realistic, giving the realities faced in the community. Setting reasonable objectives helps set the project up for success. And this is one that I think personally I struggle with the most because I am somebody who is terrible about setting unrealistic expectations, not just for like other people and environments, but mostly myself. Like I put the highest expectations on myself because I feel like I can reach those. And when I don't reach those, mm, you know, some adverse things happen. (laughs) So I've been really working on the last year trying to kind of bring down my expectations and not necessarily saying that I can't achieve the highest of the high, but do I really need to have them that high? Like why? Anyways, that's a topic for a whole nother podcast. Moving on relevant. So a relative objective makes sense. Okay. I feel like sometimes we place goals and expectations on ourselves that really are like, it doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so having them to be relevant. Okay. So going back to the example of like the house. Okay. Like obviously you want to keep your house clean because you know, pests, people coming over, it makes you feel better, things like that, okay? You don't want to do something if it's completely irrelevant. Then moving on, time bound. So having a specific timeline for this completion. You want to get the house cleaned by the end of the weekend. You want to lose 30 pounds by the end of the year, things like that. So what are some of your goals? What are some of your things that you want to achieve, whether it be through meal prepping, meal planning, maybe you're on a financial freedom journey. Maybe you're somebody who just wants to spend more time with family this year. Like when I think a lot of times people think of goals, they think of, you know, it's got to be losing weight, paying off debt, doing these things, accomplishing certain things, but it can also be just kind of uh, creating things as well. So you want to create a business. You want to create more time with your family. You want to spend more time with your kids. You want to spend more time with the friends who live out of state or out of town, things like that. So what are some of your goals? And we're going to go back to food because specifically this is more of a cooking podcast, but we do kind of cover all different bases. So I don't want you to be sitting here and thinking, well, like, you know, that doesn't really pertain to my food intake. It kind of pertains to other things in life. Think about that. Write down some ways that you can achieve the goals that you want to have in your life and use this philosophy behind it, the smart um way of just setting the goals, knowing what you're going to do to obtain these goals, and also keeping in mind that you can change them at any time. Okay. There's nothing saying that like, once you write something down on a piece of paper, like that's law. No, you can change that. You can edit it. If something comes up in life, you can shift it around and do whatever you need to do to where you can still attain your goals, but you might have to switch your objectives around a little bit. So Going back to food. So what are some of your goals when it comes to meal prepping and meal planning? Is it to save money? So maybe you are somebody who eats out a lot and you're just wanting to take away some of that. Okay. Again, you don't have to meal prep the entire week out, but you could do a few days out of the week. And then that way you're having that balance of still being able to go out and get food, but you also know that you're eating the food that you have at home. Are you wanting to lose weight? So a lot of people use meal prepping and meal planning as a way to measure out their food. So you get a scale and you're measuring your food so that your portion's controlled. And then you're also knowing that you're eating, you know, three square meals a day and you are eating good food. You know, you're not just living off coffee until one o'clock and then you're starved and you're going and getting a hamburger and French fries and things like that, which again, that's not necessarily like a bad thing. You can still eat hamburgers and French fries. You just might have to shift it around a little bit and make it a little healthier than say 
McDonald's. <laughs> Are you wanting to adjust your diet to help with any kind of health conditions? So maybe you're somebody who was recently diagnosed with diabetes. Maybe you have inflammation. Maybe you have a food allergy that you didn't know about. Maybe you have family members that have food allergies that you didn't know about. Things like that. You can shift your diet around to match those as well. It doesn't have to be an aesthetic goal. It doesn't have to be a money goal. It can be a goal to help with your health. Okay, so maybe you're wanting to add more vegetables into your life. So you know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and pre-cook some of these vegetables That way, whatever I'm eating, I can go ahead and just pull those out, heat them up and they're done. Or if you're going to do like the cold veggies, you can just have them on hand as a snack for whenever you need that extra little crunch or just a little something to get you through the day. I know for me, three o'clock, four o'clock, I'm getting hungry. And if I'm not eating dinner until like eight, nine o'clock at night, I know I've got to have something or I'm going to make a decision that maybe, maybe might not be the best decision for my goals. So Whatever your goals may be, it's a good idea to sit down and figure out what they are. Write them down. Put them on a sticky note. Tell a friend. Um, If you've got a partner, let your partner know so they can help you hold accountability. Let a friend know and really get serious with yourself. Because I think when it comes to losing weight, paying off debt, a lot of these kinds of things stem from a lack of self-control. And you've got to be able to check yourself. So when you're in the grocery store, if you're somebody who always goes and grabs a bag of chips, stopping that habit, like, you know, taking full responsibility, being mindful of that, being like, okay, I am not going to pull off that bag of chips. I am not going to even go look in the snack area at the convenience store. I'm not even going to stop at the convenience store unless I have to get gas. And if I got to get gas, I'm not going inside. Like things like that, really getting serious with yourself saying, okay, there's an office party. There's going to be donuts. I know that I can't have just one donut. I know that by having that one donut, it's going to snowball me back into the adverse of what my goals need to be. And I need to have a little self-control. I need to tell myself I can do this and say no to that donut. I've got something at home that I can do that's sweet. You know, just finding that compromise, finding that balance and being real with yourself about your goals what you need to do to obtain those goals and how you're going to fluctuate through the different things that come up in life, right? Birthday parties, outings with friends, outings with coworkers, your partner. You know, you've got to remember that you're going to continue to live your life regardless of what you've got going on as far as your goals, but you need to be able to figure out how to maneuver through what you have going on in life to where you can still attain those goals, And setbacks are okay, so give yourself some grace on that. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with meal prepping and meal planning. Are you hungry for captivating conversations and thought-provoking stories? Look no further than Hefe Pods Podcasts. From inspiring interviews to in-depth discussions, Hefe Pods Podcasts brings you the best voices and perspectives from around the world. Explore a wide range of topics, from business and technology to arts and culture in both English and Spanish. Feed your curiosity and expand your horizons with Hefe Pods Podcasts. Listen now on your favorite podcast platform or go to hefepods.com. That's J-E-F-E-Pods.com. And we are back. Okay, so now that we've talked about goals and we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about meal prepping, meal planning. And I want to talk about some of my favorite foods to meal prep. My favorite thing is potatoes. I love potatoes. It's my favorite starch, favorite carb. I could literally eat them every single day. But I realize that not everybody has the right idea when it comes to potatoes. So when I say potatoes, this is what I do. I take a a raw potato. I wash it. I chop it, I put it in the air fryer, I season it, 
That's it. I don't add oil. I don't add butter. The seasonings I do are like a seasoning salt, pepper, and garlic salt. Or not garlic salt, but just garlic powder. That's it. That's it. I don't add any oil to it. So when you have the potato at its base level, it's really not that bad for you. Okay? But it's when you add cheese, butter, sour cream, all that jazz. Now, if you're somebody that's like, Taylor, I can't have a potato without that. That's your own problem. Okay? Me, on the other hand, I can eat any kind of potato no matter what. So what I like to do is I have these like low-carb burritos And I will take the potatoes that I do. I will put them in the burrito with whatever protein I have on hand, a reduced fat cheese, and then that's a burrito. And I can literally eat that for lunch every day. Do I? No. But (laughs) that is one of my favorite things whenever I am meal prepping and meal planning. Another thing I love is crockpot chicken. Just throwing a bunch of chicken breasts in the crockpot. Want some seasonings? You could throw a ranch packet in there if you want to do that. Um, I don't do the cream cheese thing. I've heard this before. It's like the cracked chicken where you put cream cheese, um, a ranch packet, and something else. I think it's like some sort of buffalo hot sauce or whatever, maybe some other kind of cheese, and they let that sit in there. I don't do that. I just do chicken at its base level, and then that way I can edit it and season it as I choose. And we talked about that in the last episode. Um, Lean ground turkey, but I season it like taco meat. And that's what I use because I love anything taco, right? You can give me a tostada. You can do me quesadilla, taquitos, regular tacos, burrito bowls, mega burrito. I don't care. That's like one of my favorite things to meal prep. And I love a taco salad. So if I have any kind of like crushed up chips, like at the bottom of the bag or whatever, I'll just throw like some salad, taco meat, some uh, sauteed onion and bell pepper. Uh, If I have rice, I'll add rice, but if not, I'll just leave it out and then I'll top it with a little bit of plain Greek yogurt. And that's what I use for sour cream. I just add a little bit of water to make it a little bit more uh, movable, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and then, of course, lettuce and then top it with a few chips. Now, I don't do like a huge bag of chips, but I do a little bit and that's what helps me. And I did see this one lady on social media where she was trying to up her intake of salads. So what she would do is she would chop salads like all the way up, like super fine. And then she would take whatever her favorite chip or cracker and then she would just dip it. So she made the salad into kind of a dip. And I was like, whoa, that's such a cool way to get in your vegetables. (laughs) I don't know, because sometimes a salad thing is a texture thing for me. Like I can only eat so much salad before I'm like, no more lettuce. No more lettuce. Get it away from me. Okay. So another thing I like to meal prep is some sort of steamed vegetable. Okay. It doesn't matter what kind. Just get it in there. Okay. Because you got to eat your veggies. Eat your rainbow. Okay. So some common mistakes to avoid. Batch cooking one meal. Let me say this. If you are somebody... (laughs) who can eat the same thing numerous amounts of times, go off, honey. Go off. Me? No, I got to have a little mixture. Uh, Mix it up a little bit, okay? Uh, Preparing too much. So think of your family size. Are you going to be able to finish it before it goes bad? Most of the uh, meal prep things only stay good for about two to three days, depending, right? Uh, So keeping that in mind, are you going to be able to finish it? Are you preparing too much? And is your family actually going to eat it? And that's where that meal planning comes back into play. Like, you know, talking to your family, figuring out what everybody likes, what you like, and what are you actually going to eat? Because you want to make food that you're going to eat. We don't want to waste money here. And like I said, customize your meal with your family. So if your partner doesn't like Brussels sprouts, maybe you don't do a huge batch of them. Okay, maybe you just do enough for you. Okay, the kids, maybe they're not a big salad fan. You don't make a big salad for them. You only make a little salad for you and whoever. 
Sticking with the same protein is another common mistake. Again, it goes back to your preferences and your goals and what you want. So I like to kick it up a little bit with chicken, lean ground turkey, and my new one is shrimp. I don't know. I'm just, I love shrimp. I could eat shrimp every day. Apparently you're not supposed to, but I could. Um, (laughs) Not using enough seasoning or flavoring. What a moment of silence for the people who don't season their food. What is happening in this world? If you are eating any kind of raw food, raw veggies, um, you got to have something. Got to have something. And if you're sitting here like, well, Taylor, I need to take care of my salt intake. Honey, find an alternative. Do something. Garlic seasoning. I don't know. Like, (laughs) I cannot live with people who are like, I'm going to have eggs and not put any kind of salt and pepper on them. Who are you? Who are you? And how do you live your life? (laughs) No, but seriously, guys, season your foods, please. You don't have to over season them, but season them. Get a little something and make sure you're taste testing some stuff. Okay. All right. (laughs) Only planning one day to meal prep. Okay, so this goes back to the conversation before. If you are somebody who is new to this and you still have like a really busy schedule, right? You've got kids that are at softball practice half a week. You've got dance classes. You've got stuff going on. Maybe you're a part of a nonprofit. Maybe you are a part of a club. Maybe you've got two jobs. Whatever it is that you got going on, really think about how often you're going to be home to eat these meals and how much you're going to want to. Okay, because if you go back to the idea of not wanting to waste food and not wanting to waste money, because food is expensive, uh, you need to plan that out. So having one day to meal prep might be good if you're only going to be meal prepping for a few days during the week. Now, if you are wanting to do more than that, you're going to want to allot at least two days. And most people recommend a Sunday and a Wednesday. Um, and I think that's good, but you can kind of edit that however you want. So maybe Monday's your off day, right? Most people don't work the Monday through Friday kind of deal. Some people have the weekends where they have to work and Monday is their day off. So you just kind of shift that around to whatever works best for you. Not considering snacks. That's another big downfall that people don't do. They'll be like, let me get the meals out of the way. And then they forget about the snacks. And then what happens? You're just hungry half the time. So make sure you have some kind of snacks on hand. Um, I've been having these like knockoff cliff bars at work just in the off chance that I don't wake up at soon enough to actually make myself breakfast, I at least have something so I'm not starving at lunchtime. And then whenever I get home on my lunch break, going through everything in my fridge and just eating an entire smorgasbord, right? (laughs) And that's another thing you also need to consider. Like, are you going to be able to go home on your lunch break? Are you going to have to bring your meal with you to work? Um, And that kind of changes what type of meal prepping I do. So if I do it where it's like the single parts of the meal and then I can just combine them all, or if I do like a legit meal and put it all together. Because sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of the house. So you need to go in there, just grab that one container and off you go. Now, if you're somebody who comes home for lunch and you have some time to kind of throw something together, that's when I would encourage you to do like where you have your meat on the side, rice on the side, chips, salad, whatever it is that you're throwing together and just wait until you get home. But it's going to take so much less time than so much less time. I'm going to leave that in there. (laughs) It's going to take less time for you to throw together a good meal when you get home if it's all meal prepped versus having to cook the meat and cook the rice and do this and do that. I don't know about you guys, but on my lunch break, there are two things that I'm doing. I'm either being productive or I am chilling. Okay, chilling as in sitting and reading a book or I'm catching up on stuff from the night before. So whatever it is, I don't have a lot of time to sit there and cook food. So I like it to be all put up together. So 
As you get into meal prepping, meal planning, cooking in general, give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some time. And remember, it's all in fun. Don't set your expectations too high. Plan for a few days at a time if you need to start. Maybe do a trial run with yourself before going out and breaking the bank, buying a bunch of meal prep containers and scales and stuff like that. So sitting down, figuring out what goals you have, what you want to do to achieve those goals, how you're going to achieve those goals, and how is your food going to help you do that? Whether it be you know saving money, whether it be saving time, food is something that we are all very focused on throughout the day. I know we have our jobs, we have our families, we have our lives, but people got to eat. So You've got to keep that in mind as far as what's going to help you live your life, what's going to make you happier, and can allotting a little bit of time on the weekend give you more time during the week to enjoy other things. So that's something that I always think about whenever I'm considering meal prepping and meal planning. So I found this really cool quote from Benjamin Franklin. It says, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. I wanted to leave that with you guys today. If you haven't already, please check out the Taylor's Table Facebook page where I'm sharing updates on episodes, food videos, and recipes. Until next time, thanks for joining me at the table. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to Taylor's Table, a production of Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media Radio Group. We hope you'll join us during the next episode of Taylor's Table. Feel free to email taylor at gladesmedia.com if you have any questions or recipes you'd like for us to share on the show.